0: We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be.
1: This is insulation.
0: Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster, and together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter, Mr Michael Lucas. I bring you this podcast every week. Welcome. Welcome to a little Tuesday surprise for all of you. We're giving you a chance to be an Emsolation extra subscriber for one episode only. Maybe you're wondering what the hell goes on over there. Maybe you're already a subscriber and you know and you're just here because you love that sweet, sweet content. But I know it's getting close to Christmas. I know people are already asking you, hey, what would you like? And I'm here today to suggest that you ask for us for Christmas. You ask for an Salation extra subscription, which looks like $89.95 for a year or $9.95 a month. But just by the year one, you're worth $90. My goodness, are you worth 90 bucks? $90. And so I said to Zeke and Ben, let's put together a little another tasting plate, another amuz bush, Not an amuse bush. That's a whole different thing. And quite frankly, we don't charge enough for amused bushes. We thought we would entice you. Now every Tuesday, as some of you will know, if you're on the socials, you'll see, we put out an episode behind the paywall, and it's a great interview or just a chat that I'm having, letting you know what's going on in my life. look, it could be anything. And every Friday, you get the AMA where Michael and I answer probing questions sent in by extra subscribers. And they are probing. And every now and then we really get to meddle in someone's life, which is what we wanted to share with you today. Coming up first, you're going to hear an am I the asshole?" question sent in where one of our extra subscribers wanted to know if she was overreacting in a certain situation regarding her partner. And you're going to hear, it, it affected me quite deeply, her question. <laughs> then we've got some other questions from you all. We're going to play you part one of the M.I. the Arsehole. Then you're going to hear an example of the questions Michael and I answer in our Friday editions of M.Solation Extra. And then after that, sit tight for part two of M.I. the Arsehole, which involves us speaking to the couple in question. Oh, my goodness, you wait. You're going to love it. I'm telling you right now. All right, sit back. Relax and enjoy this sample, this offering of Emulation Extra. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Title is "Am I an Asshole Mum and Wife?" Well, okay, I'm just gonna say no, but I'm gonna read your question. Am I the asshole <laughs> wife for being? Um, this is not from me. This is from someone called Sam. Just want to point out right
2: now. <laughs> Important clarification. <laughs> from Sam, Emulator
0: <laughs> Sam. Am I the asshole wife for being deeply angry and frustrated with my partner? Again, I don't need to read anymore. I'm going to say no, but I'll continue on. Mm. This week, my fu- husband finally had his appointment to find out about a vasectomy. Our kids are 10 and 14. I've had a contraceptive device for years, but recently recently got endometrial ablation because my periods were so heavy they ejected the marina. Oh my god! I've been anemic since our son was born 10 years ago. He initially wanted me to go with him to the GP appointment to find out if the recovery was tougher for me if I had my tubes tied or if he got the snip. (laughs) I just want to point out getting your tubes tied is a surgery with a six week recovery. Um, Mm -hmm. Men recover from the snip in about, I don't know, three to four days. So, wow. Okay, I pointed out to him I've had two caesareans, a colonoscopy, a gastro, a multiple hospital admissions and CT scans thanks to a chronic health condition, two gynae procedures and three iron infusions, and I've never asked him to be there beyond being present for our children's birth and to pick me up after an anaesthetic. <laughs> He was so mad when I got upset because he said he had handled it. Our daughter needs braces. My sister is getting married overseas and he can't just get a vasectomy without. Uh, hang on. Did you, did you skip a sentence? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah sorry. sorry. He took forever to took get forever. an appointment and this week booked in a vasectomy as a full surgical admission. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I fucking cannot. At a private hospital with a general anaesthetic, it's more than a $1,000 out of pocket. He was so mad that I got upset because he said he had handled it. Our daughter needs braces. My sister is getting married overseas next year and he can't just go get a vasectomy without needing to fully go to sleep. Am I an us? We should have done a whole fucking podcast about this. This?
2: (laughs) this. You look like you need some blinds to destroy.
0: (laughs) The bar (laughs) is so low for heterosexual fucking hell. Like vasectomies, they can be they're nothing now. Literally just in and out. Okay?
1: Mm, It's mm.
0: the fact that he, um, first of all, no. You are not an asshole. You're an excellent mother and an excellent wife. That's straight off the bat. The fact that he's he's gaslighting you. First of all, he's gaslighting you. Secondly, like everybody knows, vasectomies—you don't need to go under a general for a fucking vasectomy. For God's sake, I'm so mad for this woman. I cannot formulate. You better take you better <laughs> take the baton.
2: <laughs> but also, I wonder whether either you know he has. A bit of a deficit of empathy, as Jennifer Aniston once famously said about Brad Pitt. Or maybe, I mean, is it like has she been such a soldier and like that? How it just seems astonishing that he could be aware of all of this and still behave in this way. Does it?
0: Does it seem astonishing? (laughs) Does it?
2: Well, look, I'm not in a heterosexual marriage like this, so I I, I I, don't understand how it works. But certainly if one person in my marriage had been through all of those things and then it was time for the other person to take one for the team uh, in a relatively minor way, I can't imagine it being so much of an issue. So, I mean, I don't think that there's anything to say about this other than, yes, your rage is totally, completely... Totally same. There's clearly two very different pain and inconvenience thresholds mm. that are at play here.
0: So uh, what does she do? Let the vasectomy happen. It's done. You do not engage. You do not engage the way he has clearly not engaged with any of your recoveries or any of your health problems. Yeah. You get totally. you, you when he gets home, just go, do not nurse him, just behave. As he would behave if the situations were reversed. And if he brings it up, you just point that out. But you have Mm -hmm. done enough uh, emotional and physical labour. Just don't don't resist or assist. They're the two things. Mm -hmm. Just let it float past you like titles on a screen, like it's a meditation. This is, oh, my God, I'm going to put this in the Facebook group anonymously. Sam, I'm oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the emcillators loose on your partner when oh, I've said your name a few times. Don't worry, I'll, it doesn't matter. There's lots of Sam's. I am
2: I just I think you should probably contact Meta and Mark Zuckerberg in advance to say I'm putting this, there could be yeah, some form of a meltdown.
0: I'm putting this out to the public, literally, because Sam needs an army behind her. She needs to understand she's in the right and the second I release this shit, this is gonna be like the Barbie movie. This is gonna be like when the Barbie movie hits the mainstream and everyone's gonna lose their shit. This, am I the asshole question? Big mistake. Big. Huge. <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus Christ. I don't even know if I can go on. I think, I'm sorry. I think I've gotta go. I'm oh, God. seriously. Okay, here we go. This is from Anna. So I have teenagers, a boy and a girl. People talk a lot about the hard physical work of raising little kids, but I have found raising teens coming with a lot of emotional work and investment of time I've never heard anyone talk about. Can you tell us your observations on having both teens and little kids? What is your best advice for parenting a teen? Oh, God. It's really hard. I actually find parenting Odie harder than parenting Elio and he is an autistic toddler, essentially. Sometimes I, with teenagers, you don't need to know everything. And that don't. has been the hardest lesson for me to learn because I want to know everything.
2: Next question. Lachlan, hi, Em and Michael. I've been seeing a Brit for the last month. We're both 29-year-old gay men. We spend every day or every second day together here in Melbourne. We both drunkenly said I love you a couple of times and we meant it. All I want is to see where our romance leads, but due to his visa, he has to return to London in 45 days and now I'm considering moving to London. I only have enough cash, money, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Hi, (laughs) (laughs) gay. To get me to London one way. I know it's too soon for me to consider what I'm considering. Would you move to a foreign country for an absolute babe that makes you smile? I know. Love, Lockie. Your answer is yes. Yes. Is it? 100%. (laughs) And also I would too. I mean, I I just did the most stupid, ridiculous things in my 20s uh, to put myself in a position to pursue love on far less Mm. than actual declarations of love. We'll get straight into it
0: from Annika. And this is a fair question because I never actually addressed it officially. Annika, (laughs) hey, Em, I'm not sure if you've covered this, but did you end up taking enough pair of undies on your trip? I did not. I did not. (laughs) I did not. I didn't account for the extreme humidity and the sweaty undies that I did a couple days in New York, but also Palm Springs, with a combination of getting my period, getting diarrhoea and it being 40-odd degrees... Being forced on hikes. Being forced on hikes with loved-up couples. I found my undie consumption was hitting about five a day at some point and I did only take 21 five pairs. A day? Well, you know, we were swimming. When After each swim, I'm not going to go put back on the undies that have got all their energies from pre-swim so like you've got you put you put your undies on pre-swim right you get dressed for the day and so i had my morning undies on and they had all the energy from the morning and then when you pop on your bathers and you hop in the water you're cleansed and then i don't want to go in and pop on pre-swim morning undies with their weird energy so i need fresh afternoon undies post swim undies my like i deserve that so, and then if we did another swim in the afternoon, again, we do the same thing. And then after that swim, if we're going for dinner, I'd have a shower, a new pair of undies. So are you telling me that if you have multiple changes in a day, you use the same undies,
2: Michael? Hmm. You too? Yeah, I'll only dispense with them if, like, <laughs> and this is so does my husband witness this, this. I'll sort of look at them all scrunched up and I'll pick them up. And if it's like they're really distinctly smelly, then that's when I know. But they, we can go quite some time hang before on. then.
0: Sorry, what do you mean? Ha- hang on. <laughs> Hang on, yeah. Hang on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah, I do a sniff test. No, no, no. That, yeah, that's disgusting, and you're fucking gross. But <laughs> that aside, are you telling me that you might wear a pair of underwear on a Monday, and then you might wear it again on a Tuesday?
2: No, because I, I wear a... <laughs> this is just riveting for me. I wear a pair of undies, but I also just sleep in my undies. And so normally I put it in, in the morning and I w- and then next morning I will always get out a fresh Wait, pair. Wait,
0: you don't sleep in the undies you've worn all day? Yeah. <gasps> of course. When do you shower?
2: Um I normally like to exercise sort of at the end of the working day. So yes, I will absolutely um put on the undies I was wearing in the day after my shower.
0: But you've exercised in the undies?
2: No, I don't know. Sorry. I put I I got special like gym shorts sort of things that have their own situation. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not my exercise undies. I'm so. sorry.
0: I'm sorry, but those undies have done their job and you are putting them into overtime and expecting your undies to be there for you for a whole day and then overnight. And you yeah. gays, who knows what's going on? Oh. <laughs> Your undies are put to more stress tests than than anyone I know. <laughs> it's coming in from all angles, front and back. Can I have a blowout, can I have a front out. Who knows? <laughs> so I mean <sighs> feel like your undies need to start a union and maybe unionize,
2: have some <laughs> they meetings. They on strike. But I, <laughs> they, need to, they need to speak to Fran Drescher.
0: Wow. I feel like, <laughs> so to answer your question, Annika, I did not have enough undies, but I just don't think there was ever going to be a universe where I would have. I feel like I just found a way to make my way through them. All right, I'm back. It's me. Now, I did tell you this at the top of the episode, but it was a long time ago. You're now about to hear part 2 of Am I the asshole. So we've we've established the whole scenario around the vasectomy, the vasectomy debacle. You heard my passion. We did put it out to the emulation community on the Facebook page, and as predicted, it did light up. So much so that we thought we had to ask the couple if they would be willing to come on the show and talk about what had happened in their lives since this man's penis went viral on our podcast platform. And they really, look, they fronted up, they agreed. And I was just, I was honoured, I was blessed. (laughs) I was highly stressed, but we got there. Please enjoy part two. I can't believe it. I can't believe this happened. This is what goes on. If you're a subscriber, if you're an extra, and you're not just getting extra episodes, you're actually getting Michael and I meddling in your lives if you want to and having the say on other people's lives. We are a tight-knit community. All right, here we go, part two. Well, Michael, last week's Ask Me Anything has gone a fucking off with the am I an asshole?" situation in the vasectomy. Mm. I mean, have you been following along with this?
2: <laughs> I've been following, yeah, so I, I've seen, I've been following what you've posted about it and so I have seen it um, flower, shall we say.
0: <laughs> and
2: it's been, the thing I love is
0: we had a result from a husband. Like that was the biggest situation and the biggest win. So you, you're all across this. M. Slater Sam talked about how her husband was making a big deal about getting a vasectomy, he booked himself in to get it done privately for $1,000, was making a huge just tongue and dance. And Sam responded with, it's Sam here from today's AMA. I can't reply personally because I'll give away my identity and then my hubby will discover the internet hates him today. Uh, I have two friends in here who already know it's me, ha-ha. Thank you, Em and Michael and the Emsulators. I feel so supported and seen and understood. And most of all, I know I'm not crazy. I secretly love that some folks are now subscribing to get the full story. As a follow-up, he has today cancelled the surgery and scheduled a clinic appointment that will cost a third of the original surgery. Love this community. Wow. Oh, wow. Wait,
2: change, Jesus,
0: changing lives and snipping dicks. That's the new tagline That's of this show.
2: <laughs> the tagline that you always wanted. This is
0: a treat. We've been talking about this man's penis for the past, well, I want to say three weeks at least. His penis went viral and he didn't even know. There's the type of viral you want for your penis. I speak, of course, of Emulator Sam and her Am I the asshole? Husband, (laughs) (laughs) they join us now in Emsolation Extra. Hello, Sam. Hello. Hello, husband. Hello. I'm going to read the original post. Now, husband, you've read the original post, haven't you?
3: Um, I have actually been staying away from it. because (laughs) um, When we agreed to do this and Sam told me about it, I was like, I'm not going to read anything. You tell me what you want to tell me, but I'm not going to read anything. I'm not going to listen to anything because I want to be open and honest and I don't want my reactions to be coloured by stuff that's online and everything
1: else. I've told him the words, though.
0: (laughs) Well, it got pretty hectic. I'm actually glad you didn't. Now I know that you're both neurodivergent. I'm glad, husband, that you didn't read some of the comments because – It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of angry women out there projecting onto you and it's not your fault but, I mean, I certainly did. (laughs) Here's the original post. Am I an asshole, mum and wife? This week my husband finally had his appointment to find out about a vasectomy. Our kids are 10 and 14. I've had a contraceptive device for years but recently got an endometrial ablation because my periods were so heavy they ejected the marina. I've been anemic since our son was born 10 years ago. He initially wanted me to go with him to his GP appointment to find out if the recovery was tougher for me if I had my tubes tied, (laughs) laparoscopic surgery, five to six weeks recovery, or for him having his balls snipped. I pointed out that I had had two caesareans, a colonoscopy, gastroscopy, multiple hospital admissions and CT scans thanks to chronic health conditions, two gynae procedures and three iron infusions, and that I have never asked him to be there beyond being present for our children's birth and to pick me up after the anaesthetic. He took forever to get an appointment and this week booked in a vasectomy as a full surgical admission at a private hospital with a general anaesthetic. It's more than a $1,000 out of pocket. He was so mad when I got upset because he said he'd handled it. Our daughter needs braces. My sister is getting married overseas next year and he can't just go and get a vasectomy without needing to go fully asleep. Am I an asshole for being mad? Well, that's the original post. Yes. Now, I have since found out that husband is neurodivergent, specifically autistic, and I have to say, Sam, this has put a bit of a different light on your situation because yeah. autistic people need cold, hard facts. And I feel like perhaps, well, let's bring him in, husband. Yeah. Why did you take so long to... Get into gear with the vasectomy appointment.
3: I think. Look, and in, initially we talked about me getting a vasectomy probably a year or more ago, right. and this was prior to um, all of, like all of Sam's gynecological issues going as far as they had. Right. So I. Um, so we've talked about it, and I never had any issue with having a vasectomy. Mm-hmm it was probably just procrastination and laziness on my part in not organizing it prior to that point. Um, But when Sam and I spoke about it and she said, look, you need to go and I think you need to go and get a vasectomy because all of this stuff is happening and it's just going to be easier. And I, my first thought was, okay, well, I'll do a bit of research, but I'll book in and I'll speak to the doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, I when I went and saw the doctor, because I actually looked up online and there was like, you know, there's so much information and there's lots of different places where you can just go in and lots of different clinics and everything. But I thought, I'll go and speak to the doctor, make sure I'm doing the right things, that I'm not just going somewhere and having a horror story, whatever else. She then advised me to actually go and see a urologist. And she actually said to me, look, you can go to a GP or a clinic or anything, but you know, if it was my husband, I'd recommend he go and see a urologist. So then I had to book with the urologist, which, um, if anyone has mm-hmm. needs to see specialists and things, it can take months to see specialists. And then when I finally saw the urologist, it was just there was so much information overload that mm-hmm. I was like, right, I'm just going to book something in. And then when I get home, I'm going to figure it all out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he was following, as you say, a chain of cold facts, but not involving me in it to not add to my mental load, as, I've, as we've now talked about after all of this, Aww. but therefore not sharing with me that um, probably wasn't the best way to go about it.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: But his intentions were pure,
3: like yeah.
0: oh, just imagine him wandering around with his little Google for his penis, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's worried he's going to go to a cowboy and get it chopped off, and he oh, now I feel
1: badly for husband.
3: The, the frustrating thing about all of this is after we had the the big blow up, and the next and like the next day, I was feeling. Uh, oh, I mean, I was feeling absolutely awful that evening. And then I basically started researching. And the next day, I just went, right, there's a clinic. It's within half an hour's drive. I'll give them a call. And it was the simplest thing <laughs> in the <this> world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't tell me you'd done it. I only dared ask him. The reason you everybody in emulation got that update on the Friday is because we'd had such a blow-up. And I really did feel like such, and like I felt like I'd been an asshole. And then everybody got my back. I couldn't believe he'd answered the question. And there are some insulators who know who I am and, in fact, listened like it's appointment listening and were texting me, going, Oh my God, is that you on MCLation Extra? And so then I was like, Okay, I should actually ask him what he's done because he's meant to go in in like a week for a full general. And then I found out he'd just quietly gone and cancelled the full general and booked in the regular. Snippy snip.
0: Oh, <laughs> all swell that ends well.
1: I'm, yeah. s- oh, I'm just so um, pleased. <laughs> I have, no, I want to say the ultimate um, testament to his autism, though. I did tell him that you said, you know, how many people have been, you know, talking about your penis and contemplating it. And he brought over a diagram to me of anatomically what we should be thinking about. It's not his penis so if you've ever wanted an autism test there's
0: one for you it's I not a penis it. no <laughs> it's not I but I just as you should have seen me when Ben told me that husband was autistic I went oh no he's not an asshole he's autistic because I want t-shirts that say that like yeah. it's a oh, whole different ball game it's a whole look, different ball game when you're dealing with that kind of brain yeah
3: and don't get me wrong the argument is not Sam's fault I'm not saying it's you know, it's 100% my fault, but it is mostly my fault. Yes, I mean, it is. At, at the end of the day, she was stressed and worried yes. and I wasn't communicating things properly. Mm-hmm. And I got angry and pissed off. And mm. that's not the way you should approach. I mean, look, um, everyone has arguments mm. in um, relationships. It's, it, it is what it is. You can't. I don't think you can survive a relationship without having arguments. Mm. But at the same time, I'm not... I'm not asking everyone to go, oh, you know, he's okay, he's nice. No, not about sides. It's about the fact that, you know, there, there is context to every story. Of course. Um, but also you need to try and have good lines of communication with your partner, when, you know, yeah. especially when things are stressful and revol- re- revolving around, you know, um Sexual health and everything else
1: revolving um, around yeah. your genitals, yes. Very yeah. I think that's been the thing that was interesting about this. It forced us into um, some really good conversations about why weren't we communicating about it? Why, why did I sit oh. there after a few glasses of wine filled with rage and decide that the best, uh, the best solution to how I was feeling was to use my um, annual installation subscription and just ask the <laughs> world <laughs> talking to my partner of 19 years. Um, yeah, so I think, I think that's been a good thing.
0: I think a problem shared is a problem halved and then snipped. And so we have <laughs> done a service, but what I love most is that you now maybe have new habits within your relationship. And yeah. yes, and I need to ask our husband... How was the procedure how was post-op how are we recovering how are we healing are we okay
3: yeah it's it, it is so much simpler than uh, I think a lot of men uh, expect like I, I went in and the funny thing is the actual operation was wasn't actually was actually probably the easiest part of the whole procedure mm. the, the, the most uncomfortable and and, uh, and difficult part is basically, when they're inspecting the area and they're trying to find the tubes, and um, I think I described it the same. There's this scrotal manipulation. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's, the most, it's the hardest thing to deal with because that that's before you've got any painkillers or anything, they're trying to find the tubes. They're trying to find everything, ah! and and then they and the, once they've done all of that, then they're like, okay, yep, we'll give you the um, the the anaesthetic, the anaesthetic and And the actual procedure was fine. I was a little bit nauseous for 10 minutes afterwards. Mm. Um, But I drove myself there. I drove myself home. Good. Um, I was walking around a little bit like a cowboy, more out of, like, caution than anything else. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, (laughs) I couldn't even see the pictures. It's such a small procedure. So um, yeah, if, if there are if there are any wives or partners out there that have husbands that are unsure about this, trust me, it is not as scary. And just ring them up and talk to them because they, it, when they walk you through it and everything, it's so simple and yeah. it's and it's not it's not as scary as it seems.
1: Oh. Um, if only he'd had himself to say that to himself before we went through all of this. <laughs> but look, it's fine. Look at the content
0: we've gotten out of it. And not only that, Just so on. much catharsis for angry women out there, I'll tell you. I think you brought the community closer. I really do. Uh, look, yeah,
1: it, it, I, I, I have felt, um, seen, that's for sure. Aww. And, um, yeah, but it has, it's been, yeah, it's been very good overall in the end. Oh. And, um, The people that do know me in the community, I think have been deeply entertained. (laughs) Um,
0: It's wonderful. um,
1: Along with everyone else, but it's been extra entertaining for them um, and I've had to be really careful how I engage with the comments to not give myself away too much. um, (laughs) Well,
0: Sam, thanks for trusting us with this. And husband, thank you for... Manning up and showing up today on Emulation Extra. We needed to close the chapter. We wish you well. And um, thank you, ben. Thanks for being so open. Oh. <laughs> oh, <you're> very- <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Well, as you can see, I totally flip flopped <laughs> on my feelings. They're they're a lovely couple. I know there's everything's still great. He's totally healed. And again want to thank them for being involved, being so open to be, uh, having their lives picked apart and judged by the Emsolation Extra community. So there you have it. That's what's involved in Emsolation Extra. I want to let you know that the money goes towards paying the studio rent, paying my team. We want to go further. We want to do Emsolation TV. We want to make all these wonderful things. And I decided to step away from Spotify. I decided to step away from being owned by a big corporation because I wanted to directly communicate and have a relationship with my audience, which is you. So Thursday will will remain free for as long as I can afford to do that and we get advertisers on board. But Extra is really the heart and soul of this business and how we can grow it. So if you believe in me, if you've ever liked me, if you've ever engaged with something I do, if I've helped you through a specific time or you want more of the stuff that I make with my team – m Extra is the best way to support me as a creator, as a woman, as a neurodivergent woman. I can't stress that enough. The, the money just goes straight back into making this thing that I love making so much and I can't believe it's my job. Okay, thank you so much for lending me your ears and I hope that somebody gifts you a subscription or maybe you just think, I'm bloody buying it for myself this Christmas. Oh, I deserve it. You do deserve it. All right, gang. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs>